Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. All right. Welcome, Hearts. Welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I'm going to save for today's episode where we are turning spenders into savers or we're turning money debt something into millionaires i don't know but i want to welcome one of my dear friends one of my favorite coaches shannon de palma you guys i uh i'm sure she has this really official uh bio written somewhere i'm I'm sure it's beautiful but she's not gonna get that today you're not gonna get that version today because i want to talk about shannon the way i know shannon and this Mm -hmm. girl is a kick your ass, wipe your tears, help you out, tell you like it is coach that, um, has saved, saved me in so many ways in my relationship with money. Also the way that my business operates. Uh, she is, I would, would you say money coach? Would you at least say money? Like, what, yeah, I would what's say your money coach. title? Yeah. Money coach for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So she's definitely a money coach and uh, I joined, which I'm going to, I really brought and asked her to share a whole bunch about her course reformation because mm-hmm. I joined reformation in the spring of 2019 and it absolutely transformed the way that I operate, um, how much I charge, what I offer my, my relationship with money and also my client's relationship with money, which as we often know, um, our relationship is, is reflected or mirrored in our clients. And so, um, Shannon really, you know, between the, the masterclass, the group that I got to go through this course with and our one-on-one calls, uh, you know, her reflections, her insights, she's so brilliant. And I gotta tell you what, something that really stuck out to me for Shannon was she was the first person who made it okay to want to have a $30,000 month to want to talk about being a millionaire and like really normalize that conversation. And I just didn't have that in my world. And it made a huge difference. So not only does she come from the soul, but she comes from strategy. So Shannon, I want to thank you for being here. I am so excited to have you on. Oh my God. That was the sweetest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Thank you so much. It was so sweet. Yes. Yeah. So thanks again for being here. I would love for you to, you know, give us a little bit more about you. I, you know, I gave my impression of you and how I Mm -hmm. know you, but how did you get where you are? How did you get your start? Yeah. Um, so really like I grew up with a really bad money mindset. (laughs) Um, I was raised in, uh, we started out in the projects and worked our way up to like lower middle class. And, um, when I was 10 years old, my stepfather got into a dirt bike accident. He was the sole provider for our family. Um, and basically what happened was the financial rug was just pulled out from underneath us. My mom had to claim bankruptcy. Um, we lost everything. We had to move to a smaller home where my mom had to sleep on the couch. So that like that moment to me is really where I feel like my money mindset journey like and trauma kind of began. But then from there, once I started my first business, when I was about 27, I started my first business as a wedding flower designer and I started to learn about business. And then I started to learn about how much the way you're thinking and feeling about money is affecting like how much profit you're making and it's affecting the types of clients you take on. And that was kind of like my first aha that what I thought about money 
mattered. Like I thought I could separate, you know, this like stuff that happened in my childhood from business. And I thought it wouldn't impact it at all. So I saw it kind of play out there a little bit and I learned a little bit. And then I sold that business and started this coaching business. And that was when I felt like it just accelerated times 20, which I think all of us feel, right? Like personal growth accelerates times a hundred sometimes when we get into the coaching world. Cause all of a sudden it's like, all this uncovering of so many things you have to work on or things that just all of a sudden become obvious to you. And you're like, oh my God, wait a minute. I have all these things that I need to work on to become a better coach, to become you know, rich, to become all these things that I want to be by starting my business. And so really through coaching, I started to realize, wow, like the way I'm thinking and feeling and believing about money is truly impacting what I'm charging, the types of clients I'm getting. It was like the same thing again. And I was like, okay, I need to work on some of this. And then I felt like my next evolution in coaching came from managing my money. All of a sudden, I like got to this place where I was making $30,000 a month and it felt okay. And it felt like I could make a lot of money. But then all of a sudden, I was like, wait a minute, I still have debt. Like, how do I still have that? I just had a $30,000 a month. Like I have $20,000 in my checking account and this is what I've always dreamed of, but I'm still carrying credit card debt. And that was kind of my next evolution. That's kind of where I am now and what I'm teaching women now. That's wonderful. I'm glad you paused right there because I want to talk about some of that backend stuff and then talk about like, okay, you know, there's always these new relationships with money and and the seed I'd like to plant because I'm sure this will kind of, Um, be an undercurrent of the conversation is every new level of success reveals every new level of like healing and completion, right? Because Mm -hmm. you mentioned come from poverty, bankruptcy, there's trauma in there and whatever sort of like wounding or scarring. And I like what you said, and I wanted to ask you to like jam out on this a little bit more is the way that we try to compartmentalize and like I would even say stuff or repress or avoid because I remember specifically when um, we were on a one-on-one call and like I knew I wanted to talk about business and I wanted to have the business breakthroughs, but it was definitely an emotional conversation or it was like a very personal conversation. And so, and I, I see that with my clients. I know you see that with your clients. So let's talk a little bit about that for our listeners to really, because I know people think if only I fix my mindset mm-hmm. or only if I work a little bit harder, but we know that's not what it's about. Tell us what it's really about. Right. Um, a lot of things that you basically, you know, a lot of people think if I work harder, I've seen that a lot. If I just make more videos, if I just write more content, if I just show up more, then I'll be able to make more money. But it's like, it's never about that. Like you can, you can work really hard and make no money. There's plenty of people who work super hard and still don't make enough to live. Like it's not about how hard you work really. It's about like how much you feel about what you're deserving. Like, what am I worth? What do I deserve? Here are my standards and expectations of what I'm going to allow into my life. And that was really like that allowing and that receiving was something that I was like, that's bullshit. Like, I don't believe that stuff. (laughs) Like there's no way me allowing will change my life, will change how much money I'm making, will change what I'm allowed to get in my life. And it's amazing once you actually start to break down and see like, maybe I'm not allowing myself to be supported in the way I want to be. Maybe I'm not allowing myself to make the amount of money I want to make. Like maybe I'm not allowing myself to be able to receive all the good things that I can just sit back and receive. I know for me, like 
one thing that's so hard is when you've worked your whole life and you've just done everything yourself your whole life, you become kind of like addicted to the money struggle, which is what I call it. It's like, I... I work so hard though. And I work this and you will find yourself undercharging. You will find yourself burnout. You will find yourself in this place of just like, how did I get here? I work really hard and I can't seem to get to that next level of income. I can't seem to book that higher level client, right? And it's because you're not like allowing yourself to be able to get to that next level, not allowing yourself to be able to receive support the way you need to receive support or just making things easy for yourself. Just make it easy, you know? But how? (laughs) How, Shannon? (laughs) I think I love, I love, I love, I love, I love because I know that's that question is like, how do we receive. So talk a little bit about that allowing, because I I do get it. I love hitting the how button because so many of us who, you know, when we are addicted to that money struggle, and I want to speak into that because I was raised Midwest, blue collar, athlete, all American, and you earn your keep. You work hard. That's your struggle makes your success noble. It, It validates your success. So like talk a little bit about that and then tell us about how, what about receiving? What does that mean? I really think like, like how, how do I get, like, how do I do it? I really think like, if we all just ask ourselves, like, is there an easier way? Like, that's my favorite question to ask myself. It's like, my favorite question really is what's the laziest way? Like when something sounds like too much work, I'm like, is that, that sounds like a lot of work. Like, is there like a lazier way to do this? Is there a, is there a simpler, even simpler is a beautiful word for that. Like, is there a simpler way to get there? Is there a simpler way to do this? I find that's like, that one is really, really beautiful for unlocking your how, for how you can receive easier, for how you can make your life go to that next level. It's just like simple, what's lazy, what's easy. And if you just, if things start to get complicated, it's like, nope, 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 nope. This is too complicated. We need this simple. We need this simple. Really break that down. I got to jump in where you are because I think it's especially for beginning entrepreneurs, whether you're self-employed, whether you're MLM, you know, wherever you are. And even let's say someone with a, let's call it a fixed income. I'm fine. If you think you have a fixed income, that doesn't mean money can't come to you. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you said, what's the simplest, the easiest, the laziest, right. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the work smarter, not harder, but there was something that really made a difference for me was learning to let other professionals be professionals at what they're professionals at. And as a bootstrapping entrepreneur, I was always trying to build my whole ass website, make sales and send the emails and do the follow-up. And I couldn't be the coach. I had no energy to actually be the coach. And so when I enlisted help, and like you said, what's the easiest way? We just, um, like in the back end of our business, we are moving everything over to one like host site. And as soon as I sat down, this old entrepreneur showed up to do everything. And I was like, nope, I'm paying someone a thousand dollars to do this for me. Like that's it, period. You know, and it's done, it's done and it's getting done and it's better. And it's simple, like you said, and I get to keep doing the work that I get to keep doing. So when we do that, like back to the allowing, there's a question that came up for me about what you were sharing, because it was, I was reading your copy about the course when I was ready to go through it. I was like, I want to be allowed to have a $30,000 a month. And I really mm-hmm. had never, I was too busy trying to have a $10,000 a month to ever allow 
a $30,000 a month. Like that was still way out of my realm. So like a little bit more on that allowing, I keep getting so distracted because you just keep seeing so much brilliance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, allowing a $30,000, I think like for me, the allowing piece really comes in like what I teach is really the money mindset work that I teach around allowing is around it being okay within your friends and family for you to make that much money per month. So even if you haven't thought about it, right, just someone saying it, I feel like brings up so much stuff. I mean, the people I really jam with and resonate with, you know, have problems making $30,000 a month because what would my mom think? What would my dad think? What would that mean? You know, what would my friends think about me? Will everyone still like me? Will my husband leave me? Will all this, will it change me? Will making a lot of money change me? And I think that's a big piece of allowing is like saying like, I can make $30,000 a month and I will still have people around me that love me and support me. Maybe it won't be the same friends that you had before, but you'll have new friends. Or maybe it was like your relationship with your spouse would change, but I'm sure it would change for the better. Maybe you get a new spouse, you know, who's for the better. But like, I think that piece of allowing so many people don't think of because they just think like, they just think in the more like strategic sense of like, okay, well, how could that look or what could happen? Or that's too greedy. I I shouldn't even ask for that much money instead of like really digging deep and saying, well, like, would it be okay with my friends and family if I made that much money? Because that's probably what's truly bothering you about allowing and receiving. So good. So, so good. Just so brilliant. And as we, I want to kind of make a little bit of a pivot here because allowing and receiving and, and making that much money and having those types of conversations or even those types of goals, you really tapped into like, what would the neighbors think? What would mom and dad mm-hmm. think? Right. And so mm-hmm. obviously the emotional part of that healing your trauma. And then, um, some, a transition that I've witnessed in you is mm-hmm. a difference, which I'll have you talk about is the difference between rich and yeah. wealthy. And wealthy. Mm-hmm. Yes. So mm-hmm. I have definitely witnessed that in you over the years. And so tell us a little bit about that difference. I imagine like when we hear it, we can like feel it, but what does that mean for you and how do you teach different because of it? Yeah. Oh man. I'm just so excited. Cause this is like, you know, this is a part of like my new evolution. You know, when I worked with you, it was like, I was in the allowing, receiving, making a fuck ton of money kind of space. Right. And now I'm in the space of, yeah, like what is the difference between rich and wealthy? Because I have been at that level where I felt rich, but I did not feel wealthy. <laughs> like I did not feel wealthy at all. So what kind of opened my eyes up to that was um, last year, and I don't think I've really talked about this super publicly, but last year I became a millionaire. And it looks so different. Like when someone says to you that they made a million dollars this year, that doesn't make them a millionaire. Like when you're talking about rich, rich is usually referring to they make a high amount of money, but they don't really have anything that's making their money grow. Wealthy are people who put their money into assets, stocks, bonds, savings. So they allow their money to grow either using the stock market, either using assets like a home or a business or something like that, and basically using money to make more money. And a lot of people think that rich people are wealthy and they're not. You can make a lot, because I've been rich. (laughs) I've made a whole bunch of money, but like I said, I still had credit card debt. And I was like, how do I have credit card debt? Like, I'm making money. How do I have credit card debt? And I just like, I just did not, you know, I wasn't in that space to think, 
oh, wealthy is like where I use my money to make more money. I don't use my money to buy things that don't get me more money, you know? And I have this idea of rich. And I wonder like what your audience or like what you guys think. Like when you think of rich, you probably think of maybe someone driving like a BMW or a Porsche. And they're probably like, they probably have like a Chanel bag, um, right? And this like, this runs a lot in like the coaching, like MLM world is like, this is what rich looks like. But a wealthy person, I'll tell you, looks like like Mark Zuckerberg. Like they're wearing like a sweatshirt. You know, we're not like really spending a lot of our money on things that aren't going to grow our money. We still like nice things. I still live in like a big ass house, you know, that's big <laughs> for, for like a lot of people. I have like a big house, but... I don't like have the flashy things anymore. I box dye my hair. I hang out on like leggings all day because I just have different priorities of where I want my money to go and I, where I want it to grow. So you are sharing so many brilliant things. And I actually want to quote my grandfather. Uh, he has oh. read two quotes within me that just always like, they never really stuck when I was younger, but now that I'm older and I'm more focused on being wealthy than rich, like it does matter. And um, he used to say, it's not about how you uh, spend your money. It's about how you, and not how you make your money. It's how you spend your money. That's what it was. And I was loaded with, you know, college debt, car debt, credit card debt, all of it. And, mm-hmm. um, and I just, you know, he, I'll tell you, he's wealthy and yet it doesn't trickle down because he's more committed to us learning the actual lessons of money than just how, than how to manage money. So, Oh yeah. He's cool. He's real cool. Oh yeah. It's cool, but not, not when you're 20 and you want all of his money. Right. Like, and, and just like, it's also just something to look forward to too. But I also know that that took him decades of discipline, you know, and what he has always taught us was in you, for the first half of your life, you work for your money. For the second half of your life, your money works for you. And I was, I've always like, I knew that I knew that, but to me, I also had this disempowering belief that it takes money to make money. So the idea, like I wanted to get into real estate or investment Mm -hmm. properties Mm -hmm. or investing and like, I just didn't have that money. Yep. Exactly. So I was really disempowered around that. And then the other Thing about rich versus wealthy that um, like I learned was I used to glamorize the idea of a 10, 20, mm-hmm. $30,000, $50,000 a month. And mm-hmm. then I was making consistent $10,000 a month and same thing. Wait a minute. Wait a I minute. still have that. Wait a minute. That didn't solve all my problems. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. And so that was my wake up call to like, okay, not only does the, the more money you make, more, not more money, more problems, more money, more budgeting right? Yeah. More, yeah. more responsibility. And so yep. if we can take that on, we really can tip the scale into that game of wealthy. Yeah. And so talk to, talk to us about how you help people transition from either broke or rich to wealthy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it really starts with the shame we have around debt. You know, like I felt so stupid. Like I just felt, stu- I felt stupid for having debt. Like I felt like like there's something wrong with me. And I think a lot of people don't relate to Dave Ramsey or Susie Orman because I would watch them and I would just feel stupid. Like I would just feel like I'm a terrible person. I've made terrible decisions, you know, and they never address like the emotion behind debt and the emotion behind money. I mean, uh, money is like the most triggering. I think more than sex now, like money is the most triggering thing of all. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Yes, it is. It is. It triggers 
so many emotions from shame, guilt, like just uh, feeling, you know, again, feeling, I don't know, there's probably a better word, but I got mom brain. So it's probably like feeling stupid, you know, like just so many emotions. So if we don't first address that, right? Like first thing is just to address like the shame you have around money, you know, like all these feelings you have around money, like it's okay. Like I think so many people walk around thinking nobody else has as much debt as me. Nobody else has this much debt than me. I mean, Mike Tyson over the span of his career has made $30 million and does not have a penny to show for it. Like, yeah, I think maybe he has a home and that's it. But he's got nothing else to show for it. Right. Like there's so, and there's, there's so, so you think like your situation is bad. Like imagine making $30 million and having nothing to show for it. Imagine being in like $150,000 of debt. There's way more. I mean, there's way more. That's not a big number, but thinking. And you know what else, you know what else is like when people are, when they win the lottery and then they lose the lottery, right? Like it's all around money, emotion and shame. And yeah. So like, it does not matter how much you make. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. No, it never matters how much you make. Let's just a little side note from that is that um, my husband and I are now on this new like journey to becoming, you know, wealthy, truly wealthy. And so there's a big financial movement that's called FIRE. So it's called Financial Independence Retire Early. And the people who are doing that aren't people who are making like big money. And what we mean by retire early is like retire by 30, retire by 40, you know, like retire for the rest of your life and just do whatever you want. And you live off your dividends in the stock market. But like people who are doing it are teachers. They're teachers, they're marketing consultants, they're computer programmers. They're like people who have just regular government jobs, like regular jobs. So that's why I'm always so like, when people are like, I just need to make more money. I'm like, no, you just need to one, address the emotion behind money that you're having, right? And work through that. And then two, you need to budget your money. <laughs> I like, I hate saying budget because I know immediately someone stops listening to this podcast as soon as they heard the word budget. Like, no. Well, you're in luck because this is the Money Mindset series and we are we are hyping budgeting like nobody's business. So you just keep on offering the, all the brilliance. <laughs> listening, if you're listening right now and you're about to turn this off, don't turn this off. Budgeting is the sexiest thing you can do with your money. It by far is the sexiest that you think it's sexy to spend $10,000 on a coach. No, 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 no. It is sexy to look at your money daily, weekly, what, like whatever you need to start with, giving your money intention and direction. You know, there was, I started budgeting like 2018. I was very late. That was late to the game to start budgeting. And I still wasn't using it to its full potential. Like when you really use budgeting, you can actually use it to say like, here's where I want my money to go. Not just now, not just now, but in the future. Like I can see where my money's going to go in the future. And that's really really cool. Cause where, when you can see your money go and you can see it grow, if you put it into certain things, you're like, Whoa, that's amazing. Like I'm, I could have this much money in 20 years. I could have this much money in 30 years. And it's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> that's so brilliant because, um, we definitely aren't thinking about that. We're hardly thinking, you know, so many of us are just thinking how we're going to spend the next paycheck, right? Like, right. and it's already spent before we have it. And that is not budgeting, right? Like that's just spending. And so um, I know that, you know, um, I want to say something around, you know, going through reformation. I specifically remember 
I always would glamorize the idea of paid in full programs. Like when, when clients would come and pay in full and then you offered the ideas like, well, what do your payment plans look like? Because Mm -hmm. if you've got five people paying a thousand dollars a month, that means you have a $5,000 a month, like baseline. And I, it just like, it, it was the way you said it. Cause of course I know when people pay monthly, like that's great. And that's wonderful. And sorry, if you can hear the roosters, we're calling in from Mexico, but, um, with that being said, like it just blew my mind open. And then I started to be able, like, again, got serious about budgeting too, because I'm like, well, if I know I have that much money coming in for the next yeah. four months, I know mm-hmm. how much I need to pay for taxes. I know how much I could pay something off. I can. And so mm-hmm. futures, like future saving, future spending. Uh, and I think it's just so brilliant. And you're saying something that's reminding me of a point I'd like to bring up. And, and maybe you might have something to add to it too, I mm-hmm. imagine, is it's not about spending or saving, right? Like it's not a one or the other, but with a budget, like I have a personal care budget of, you know, a thousand, not a thousand, a hundred dollars a month, right? Like if that's a new something or a fitness or the gym or whatever. And I also have my budget for my savings and my retirement and my taxes. And so talk to us a little bit about, it's not totally one or the other, but like when we budget, it really Mm -hmm. empowers us to do everything. Yes. Yeah. This is a big thing. That's a part of like my debt philosophy is like, please don't go like, I'm going to cut everything out. (laughs) You know, like I'm going to, I'm going to live off ramen noodles and I'm going to live off, you know, peanut butter jelly. And I'm going to eat frozen vegetables for me, like frozen vegetables for some reason, like symbolize like you're on a budget or something like, and they're just not good. (laughs) Like they just, they're they're watery. They're gross. And I always think like people are buying budget. And I'm like, you don't have to do that. You know, (laughs) look what they want to do with their money. It's really just like prioritizing, right? Like, it's just like saying like, what matters to you? You know, like for me really like being in quarantine and in a pandemic, I don't know for everybody, I think for a lot of people in the world, they started to save more money, right? They were like, oh, okay. I guess I don't need that daily Starbucks, or I guess I don't need that other thing. Or I guess I don't need to get a manicure every like, and all of a sudden you start to be like, wow, well, now that I have this much money, like I can like pay off this credit card or I can save this amount of money. But, but once I came out of, you know, pandemic quarantine, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to continue to live that way. It was like, no, I'm going to now put a little bit towards, you know, getting a Starbucks coffee, but I, I don't need it every day, you know, like, or I'm going to put a little bit towards like getting new clothes or whatever. Right. But I, I don't need like the most expensive shirt or whatever. And I don't need a shirt every single week. You know, like I can buy one one month and it can last me for three months. You know, like it was way more of a difference of I'm not going to live so strictly. I'm still going to enjoy my life and I'm going to enjoy my money. But I'm going to realize that like if I do put my money to places that will lead me to financial freedom, I am going to feel way better in five years from now. And of course that takes discipline, right? Like took some discipline to get there. Yeah. And so, um, a real shift happened for me when I shifted away from, or like when I started paying off my debt and I saw like, Oh my God, I only have this much left. Oh, I have this much left. Like I got really inspired. Like I did not need that, that third coffee of the week because I was like so ready for the debt to be gone. Or I, I love seeing my savings grow. Oh my God. It's you're right. It like, it's so sexy to see your savings and investments grow. And so, um, I love it. And, and you teach this information in reference. So talk Mm -hmm. to us a little bit about this course and give us an invitation. How can we join you? 
Yeah. Reformation is just, it's the money course that will really change your life. Cause it's, it's like where money mindset and money strategy, like come together, like to actually have a program that not only teaches you, Hey, like here's how to make a lot of money. Here's how to change your mindset around money. Here's how to allow yourself to have more money. But also let's talk about, yeah, once you get to those, that big amount of money, you know, how should you budget it? How should you pay off debt? What should, should you save or budget? You know, a lot of that's always a big thing. Should I save versus budgeting first? Should I invest money first or pay off debt? You know, how do I actually grow? Because I think it's so important for women to be wealthy. Like, I think it's important. Like, it's not only for us to make a lot of money. And I think it's up to us in this industry, like whatever industry you're in, if you're making a lot of money, you want to make a lot of money. A lot of women um, don't go on to invest their money as much or have as much savings. And we're not as rich as men when we're 65 and older. And that's because we just don't know what to do with our money, you know? So I think that's yeah. super important. Like that's a really important piece of reformation. So it's a three-month money course. And in there you get Facebook group support. I call these moneymaker sessions that I have. Um, and you also get uh, boxer support if you pay in full for the program. You get two weeks of one-on-one boxer support with me. And it's really just like um, a community, you know, like really building a community, like using the women who were in it, like Abigail's like still in the Facebook group and using all of the other women that have gone through reformation and keeping them in there and keeping this community alive of women who want to make a lot, like a lot of money that they almost don't know what to do with it, but they will know what to do with it. <laughs> That's really what I want to build for everyone in there. <laughs> yeah, it's so brilliant because, and apparently the rooster likes it too, but uh, so... That I, I'm, I'm still friends and, and with the gr- girls I went through, the ladies, the women that I got to go through. And that's brilliant too, because again, the community of being able to, to talk about money, right? Because yes. there is so much shame around it. And, and our friends and family aren't all the way, always the ones who can support us in this growth and process. And that's okay. And mm-hmm. I, I'm a firm believer in getting professional support. And when there's a whole room of professionals wanting to talk about money management and, and acceleration and multiplication, I think it's just it's just a whole new environment and it's so empowering and strengthening. So I love what you're creating. And so where, where would someone go to sign up? What does it look like to get started? Um, yeah, well, I should probably leave a link because I, I don't remember the exact link address. Yeah, <laughs> I should. Well, and that, and it'll be, it'll definitely be in the show notes for the blog. And so, but if they want to so, check out your website, it's yes. shannondepalma.com. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good idea. Yeah. I got really good mom brain. Like, oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where you want to find out more information about me. Yeah. You should go to my website because there's a link to reformation right on the homepage. Like, thank perfect. you. <laughs> that's perfect. Well, good. And, um, and you guys, I can't recommend it enough. It's a brilliant course. Uh, and, and, and it's available all year long, right? Is that what I yes. understand now? Yes. Yeah. Open enrollment. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Open enrollment. So you guys be sure to head over there. And if they, so there's reformation, but what if someone yeah. wants to work with you? Do you work with people one-on-one? Do you have deep dives they can do? Is there anything like that? Man, I used to, you know, and I don't, yes. I just got one. I just yes. really simplified. I said, what's the laziest yes. way for me to make money? <laughs> That's right. One program. Well, no, you know what? 
I'm so glad I asked right in the call too, because that's an evolution, you guys. Like she used to have one-on-one coaching and now she doesn't because life gets to be the way you want it. And if you get clear about what you want and how you want it to go, it can actually go that way. And it's the same with money. It's the same with career. It's the same Mm -hmm. with relationship. It's the same with life, health, wealth, all of it. And so I totally acknowledge you because that's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just lazy. That's all it is. I'm just hey, lazy. It, it, is, <laughs> it works. Cause you know what? And there's another thing it serves too. So yeah. it's, not, you know what I mean? It's not like you're withholding your, what you have to offer. And that's really brilliant too. You've just right. mastered how to offer it. <laughs> yeah. You know, because like it takes a lot of energy to market another program, write the sales page, do the marketing, launch it, you know, like that takes all my energy away from the legacy that I truly want to build and the program that I really want people to be in and, and learn from and yes. know that's good. So I'm like, yeah, let me just simplify this. <laughs> yes, simplify I it. love it. I love it. And I love you. And I want to thank you. I want to thank you for changing my life. And I want wow. to thank you for coming on to the Hearts Unleashed podcast to transform and unleash some hearts as well. Thank you for who you are. Thank you so much for being in Reformation and being a part of it and like being in the growth. Like you went through that messy growth, you know, and you did it, you put in the work. So thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me on. Yes, yes. And hearts, thank you. Thank you for coming with an open heart to hear, to learn, to love, to open up, to to shift your relationship with money. You guys, it's so possible. And you are absolutely surrounded by support to make that money shift and shift that money mindset. And so be sure to head to shannondepalma.com. You can check all the notes in the show notes, check out Reformation and be sure to get started today. And thank you for starting here today by tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we have roosters (laughs) and we are turning dreamers into doers. I love you. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.